Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up, it's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're talking about all the things that matter to you, especially how they relate to creating an independent, worry-free retirement and a life that you truly deserve. And at Woman's Worth, we're not just talking about money, we're talking about total well-being. And today, we're going to talk about a topic that I think doesn't get enough attention. It's the physical and emotional changes that we all go through as we age. And Jeanette, let's dive right in and talk a little bit about our overall health as we get older. You know, Angelia, it's interesting because we talk a lot in our society about how our bodies and minds change as young people, especially in our teens and into our 20s. But all of us, both men and women, go through significant physical and mental changes throughout our lives. And that process seems to accelerate into our late 40s. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give, you know, a medical perspective, but I'm just given what I see with the many individuals that I serve. It's about that time in our late 40s that hormones start shifting and things don't quite work the way they used to. We maybe don't, you know, bounce back from an illness or injury as quickly as we did in our youth, more youthful days. And I'm a good person to speak about this. Or maybe we don't even kick back at all. Maybe many of us are also dealing with a lot of complicated life stuff about that time as we get down the different life stages. And we just don't talk about these things like we should. It's just not a, there's not a willingness to openly talk about them. And why do you think that conversation isn't happening? Are we just avoiding it or just don't want to face it? Don't want to, don't want to say this is really happening to us? Well, from my personal opinion, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that many of us over the age of 50 have grown up with a suck it up and deal with it kind of mentality. Our parents didn't really talk about the effects of aging. They just dealt with it. I know my parents' generation was one that didn't share things like that. It just wasn't how it was done back then. But I'm starting to see a shift, although it might be a slow one. I think we're gradually getting rid of those stigmas around talking about our physical health and the things that happen as we get older. This, let's face it, it's going to happen. Why not be open about it? And mental health, the stigma around talking about that is really starting to shift. I hope so. I mean, are we, we're more willing, I think, to talk about a little bit more personal stuff as a society these days. I think it's shifting a little bit. Angelia, I hope so, because there's so much we can learn from each other as we hit these different stages of life. It's such an opportunity to connect with other people or generations that come after us. And if we don't share our experience, we can't make it easier for those who are younger than us. And we talk a lot on this show and at the company about total well-being, the aging process and how it impacts our physical health, our mental and our emotional health, and even our our financial health. And all of these components are incorporated into total well-being. That's why we talk about 
more than the money, about total well-being. And let me give you an example. I made a decision with my mother uh, that she would age in place in my home. And that was a lifestyle choice we made to maintain her mental, physical health and her emotional health because she'd be with families as she navigated the rosy red brick road of the aging process. And I thought it was a lifestyle decision, but embedded in that lifestyle decision, it became a financial decision. Uh, and what I mean by that is that I had to get my home ready. I had to get it compliant with having her age in place to accommodate her aging process. And I had to add handicapped accessible bathroom, bedrooms, doorways. And it was a financial choice that we made to preserve her emotional and physical well-being. And so when you look at that and you say, well, it can't be separated, her health improved significantly, but then let's look at financial health. So at my end, so the financial health impacted me because I was going to fund her lifestyle. But I funded her lifestyle to preserve her mental, her emotional, and her physical well-being. So that's how it all gets interconnected. Well, I want to talk a little bit more about the physical and emotional changes that we experience as we get older. You touched on it a little bit when you were talking about your family life and your situation. Let's, di let's dive into that a little bit more. And it's good to talk about them together, Angelia, because... They're so intertwined. And the biggest influence on both physical and emotional health, obviously, is our hormones. Like I said, I'm not a doctor because our hormones do start declining, both men and women, in our 50s and 60s. For women, the average age of menopause is 51. And when you go through menopause, estrogen production slows down. With that comes all the fun stuff. Oh, those exciting <laughs> days and nights. Did you just hot, say fun? <laughs> yeah, of hot flashes, trouble sleeping, and other signs that our bodies are kind of knocking at the door and say, hey, there's change going on here. And losing estrogen also leads to other things that aren't as well known, like bone loss. And, you know, that's something that we all women need to start looking out for. And I like that we're talking about it a little bit more and opening up a little bit more, such as on the radio show today. It's, I think it's helpful for other women to hear those things. But what about men? What hormonal changes can they expect in their 50s and 60s? Now, that's something that really doesn't get talked about a lot. But men absolutely all have changes as well in hormonal levels as they get older. The testosterone levels start dropping that lead to things like, again, insomnia, low energy, low libido. And just like women, men can also experience a drop in bone density due to their lower levels of testosterone. So these are things that we've got to kind of get a handle on and understanding because they do start impacting other elements of that total well-being. And what about our brains, though? How did they shift, you know, hormones shifting in our brains? How do shifting hormones affect those? And again, I'm not a doctor, but I do a lot of research because we believe in holistic planning, the health-wealth connection. It affects the brains in so many ways. If you're not sleeping well, then you're not dealing with 
the mental aspect of general tiredness and then mood swings. I think we all remember the mood swings we had when we were teenagers. Remember that, Angelia? Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> those come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, teenage mood swings are definitely not something any of us want to repeat. They are not. And let me tell you, those those mood swings in our latter years and our 50 plus years have financial impact because some of those mood swings swing into irrational spending because we see it um, consistently. It is totally not fun, but the combination of the shifting hormones and not sleeping and maybe not feeling well leads to darker moods, even for those of us who are generally more positive and upbeat. Many um, are correlated to the increased divorce rate because we're starting to see more, uh, higher than uh, the lower age groups, we're seeing a higher divorce rate in the 50 plus generation during this life stage. So obviously all this stuff is interconnected. And I think when we see research studies, there are research studies that take a slice of an issue, a societal issue, whether it's aging, whether it's hormones, whether it's, you know, divorce, and we don't connect the dots across. And that's why I think we need to look at this from a holistic perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is such an interesting topic that we've tackled today. But right now, we need to pause for a moment. For just 12 listeners today, we're offering a free consultation and review of your financial plan for retirement. In this 15-minute complimentary meeting, we'll look at your current finances and provide our insights about some of the things that you can do to protect and grow the money that you've worked hard to earn. You can do your consultation either in person or by phone, making it super easy to get professional money management advice. And best of all, when you hold your meeting, you'll get a copy of Jeanette's book, Planning a Purposeful Life, Secrets to Longevity. And longevity is a huge concern for men and women who are planning for retirement, especially those that may be worried about outliving their savings. And in her book, Jeanette addresses how you can not only plan for longer lives, but truly enjoy all of the years that you're given. Your book is complimentary when you schedule your free review, but you need to be one of the first 12 callers right now. The number to call is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And if you're thinking about or approaching retirement, now is the time to sit down with a financial professional and make sure that you're on track toward your financial goals. But this free review and book is only available to the first 12 callers. So call 800-366-8022 today to schedule your consultation. And our appointment times are filling up fast. So call 800-366-8022 right now. That's 800-366-8022. Well, you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back with a lot more to talk about. Stay tuned. When you said, I do, you made a commitment to each other for life. Between the bit about for better or worse and till death do us part, you probably weren't thinking about what that would look like 40 years later. Keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio and learn how to best care for your loved ones in retirement. 
Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show that's about total well-being. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on how to create the life that you want to live. And Jeanette, before the break, we were discussing shifting hormones and the effects on our brains. So what should we be on the lookout for emotionally as we get older? Well, again, Angelia, I'm going to speak from what I see with the individuals and families we serve. First and foremost, it's increased anxiety because it's so common among older adults. Our changing brain chemistry with all those hormones bouncing out and about uh, can lead to higher anxiety levels for both men and women, not to mention we think there are, there will be less to worry about, but sometimes we end up having more to worry about. We're worried about grown kids. We're worried about aging parents, or maybe we're thinking about potentially, we could potentially be losing our jobs. Some people are starting to feel anxiety about retirement even. The golden years, it's like they, it creates a lot of anxiety because they're concerned that they may not have enough to live on. And for some people, the physical act of getting older in and of itself creates some anxiety. So we've heard it said that aging is a mindset. I think it was Mark Twain who said, age is an issue of mind over matter. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. But some people really do mind about getting older. I see it always, particularly with women. It causes worry and anxiety about the future. What about um, people that are depressed? You're hearing a lot about that these days. I mean, is it something that we should also watch for as we get older and our loved ones get older? Oh, absolutely. And again, it's tied into all those other factors. You're getting older, you're maybe not sleeping well, you're experiencing physical changes in your body and your brain. And for many of us, we start to experience loss in our 50s and 60s, maybe more than we've ever experienced. Maybe it's the loss of a spouse. Maybe it's a loss of an elderly parent or family or girlfriends, or we're starting to see loss in our own age groups, or maybe it's the potential loss of, of a job, which for many people work represents their identity. So losing a job can be emotionally devastating. Absolutely. And what about shifting relationships as we're getting older? A lot of people are relationship shifting especially that in socialization and relationships are a critical component of total well-being. And it's a definitely a contributing factor because as you get older, your friendships do change. Your relationships with your kids change, especially when they have their own kids. Your relationship with your spouse may even change. If one of you retires and suddenly the dynamic in your home shifts, it can be difficult for both spouses to adjust and adapt, especially if the retirement was sudden or involuntary. Or as we've seen with the pandemic, both spouses are ending up working from home in the same space and seeing more of each other. That changes the relationships. Absolutely. And change is really hard for people. Oh, it is. Change is so hard, no matter what age you are. And during your 50s and 60s, and even into your 70s and 80s, 
you go through so much life change. I think it's surprising that more of us don't struggle with depression during this time. Or maybe but, we do, we just keep it under the table. Yeah, and well, I think a lot of people don't discuss it. So how will people know if they're actually struggling with the anxiety or depression that we're talking about? Well, as I see it, uh, and I see it because we do serve, you know, the pre-retirement and retirement uh, population, there are uh, certain signs to look for. You know, I, I see it daily. Maybe you've lost interest in the people or the activities you used to love. Or getting out of bed in the morning is really, really hard. It's a struggle. Some people self-medicate. They self-medicate with food, perhaps with alcohol. Or some people we see self-medicate with even too much exercise. And what about you? Have you personally dealt with anxiety or depression over the years? And if you have, how have you managed it? Wow. Uh, yes, I have. And I will go on public record. Um, I call it my darkest season of my life. And you know, I follow Mother Teresa, and I kind of try to emulate her life, her simplicity of life, or she's today called St. Teresa. And she called it being in the woods. And I've often uh, couldn't understand how someone so spiritual and so serving could be in the woods. And she said she had a dark period of 10 years where she was in the woods, alone and dark. And so with me, it was like right after my mother died, I felt like my purpose just was no longer there. I had a career that I thought I loved, but then I, it just all of a sudden lost its purpose. And I felt empty and I felt lost. And I felt like you know, here I was 55 years old, I was at the prime of my life, I could now I, I succeeded in my caregiving responsibilities. And now it was all about me. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what the next chapter of my life should represent. And I really wasn't engaged in life. I was just kind of getting up going to work coming home. And it just I felt depressed. And you know, I just said, it was almost like I was coexisting with the universe on the outside looking in and was seeing everybody living life. And I wasn't. And I felt like I really needed to take charge. So what I was able to do is I said, you know, I've got to get some help. And I sought the advice of a Christian counselor. And I sat and I talked to her and I said, what is wrong with me? Because here I'm 55 years old. And I have a lot to look forward to. I have a successful career, but it just wasn't enough. And what she asked me to do is rather than focus on a career, focus on what my purpose is. And she felt like I had lost my purpose when my caregiving days end. And that I needed to go on a journey of discovery to rediscover my purpose purpose. And let me tell you, that's all I needed to spring me into action. And I'm here today as a, you know, 14 years later, as a function of that journey of discovery to say, I'm lost, I'm in a dark place, I'm depressed, but my life doesn't have to be defined by that. I surrounded myself with people who could help navigate me to the right place. And I am so thankful they did. Yeah, I'm thankful that you shared that story. I think that's really, you know, it's um, inspirational for a lot of us. I mean, everybody wants to hear how people got out of a dark time, because we all go through it at some point in life. And now before we have to take a break, I want to shift to a lighter note per se. I mean, what are some positive aspects 
of aging that you can share with us? This is what I love. There are so many great things about getting older. We live in a great period of time where technology makes it possible for us to stay connected to people, even when we move around or travel. I think as you get into your 50s and 60s, those connections become even more vital to our happiness and total well-being. And we also know how important the people we love are in our lives, but I think we start to appreciate it even more as we age. And I'm thinking also healthcare is also improving, isn't it? It absolutely is. And that means that illnesses or injuries that may have once been life-threatening aren't nearly as critical. Plus, we have the added benefit of knowledge. We know how much more our bodies and minds can work and how long they can work through. And we can use the knowledge to stay healthy and prevent aging from happening so quickly. And even better, Angelia, it's more possible than ever to live long, productive lives. We still get to pursue our dreams and our passions even as we age. And I think the mere act of getting older causes many of us to stop and find happiness in even the simplest things. And you're more likely to notice those simple pleasures. Yes, you are. And I think one thing about growing older should teach us is to pay attention to simple pleasures. Things like lunch with a friend or just a cup of coffee with a good, good, solid cup of coffee or doing things that can boost your mood and a better mood is good for both emotional and physical health. Yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. I always want to boost a mood with, with a cup of coffee. Maybe that helps. <laughs> well, this is or a great a glass time. Of wine. Oh, well, that could be too, whatever your advice is. And this is a great time for a brief break for us. But for the first 12 callers, you're going to have a chance to schedule a free consultation with Jeanette and her team, where you'll get a review of your current financial situation and the steps that you can take to build the retirement that you've always wanted. And this free review can be done either in person or by phone, whatever you're more comfortable with. And after your meeting, you're going to get a copy of Jeanette's book, Planning a Purposeful Life, Secrets to Longevity. And the book discusses why living longer is a great goal for us to have and how we can address challenges related to those longer lives, like paying for healthcare and creating income that lasts as long as we need it to. And the review and the book are free, but they're only available for the first 12 callers today. So call to schedule your consultation. Call the number 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And if you're thinking about retirement and wondering if you have enough money to last, you won't want to miss this offer. Consultations are filling up fast though. So schedule your time today by calling 800-366-8022. That's 800 800- 366-8022. You're listening to Women's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a moment. If you're looking for a meaningful, worry-free retirement, don't touch that dial. Woman's Worth Radio is the place to be. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show that's all about total well-being. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. So Jeanette, we've been talking about physical 
and emotional health as we age. And technically, your job is a financial planner and you help people plan for the future and especially retirement. So our listeners today, I mean, they're wondering what this topic has to do with managing your money or creating an income plan in retirement. Angela, it has everything to do with financial planning. We talk about this a lot, but your money is tied in with your physical and emotional health. And think about it. If you're worrying about money and where it's going to come from, either now or in retirement, it causes stress, right? Yep, absolutely. So stress creates all sorts of problems for your body physically. You get insomnia, weight gain, weight loss. It also starts wreaking havoc on your emotional state. And the longer the stress lasts, the more of a long-term effect it has. Those long-term effects could potentially show up in heart disease, diabetes, cancer, or they could show up in depression or anxiety. It's going to show up. It's just a matter of how. It does. It manifests itself in there and it just, it doesn't come out. And I mean, I think in turn, it creates more financial worry in the end. It sure does. Because now you have long-term physical health issues to not only think about, but you know what? They're expensive. And you have to figure out how you're going to cover the costs of treatments or figure out how you'll pay for someone to take care of you in your later years. Those, those are very expensive choices that you'll need to be making. And that's why I never talk about just money with my clients, because I know how much it's all tied together. Instead, we talk about their whole lives. How's their health? Where are they at from a mental or emotional standpoint? What, what keeps them awake at night? What's their biggest worries? And when I dive really deep and find the answers to these questions, I'm much better at helping them put together a holistic and integrated financial plan that fits into their lives and to help them manage the elements that keep them awake at night. And that's what sets you so far apart from other financial advisors. I mean, not every financial profession takes this approach. You are so different in that in that manner. And I love that. And that's because every financial professional should be working for you to achieve your life goals. And I think a lot of it goes back to the fact that Financial advising has historically and traditionally been done from a man's point of view. And I won't say that's true of every man, but men tend to be more analytical, more left brain. Traditional financial advising processes reflect that. They're more about numbers. They're oriented towards the spreadsheets and the graphs. They're focused on rates of return, those investment returns, things like that. And it's just, you know, that's just, I'm sorry, I'm a woman. That doesn't speak my language. And again, I'm not saying this, that every woman thinks the same way either, but I do think that women are much more open to seeing the big picture. Women want good results from their investments, and they want really good, solid, caring, compassionate money management. But we want to know also how those results are going to make our lives better. What's in it for me? You know, it's okay to get some professional, a financial professional give you investment advice, but it needs to be oriented towards you and your life needs. We want to know that we're going to have more peace of mind or more confidence 
or we're going to be able to take care of ourselves when we're older because women really don't want to be a burden on anyone, especially their kids. And those are the type of results we're looking for. Absolutely. I mean, I think as women, that's what we love about you because you're a planner and women, I think it's ingrained in our, I don't know, in our DNA, we like to plan. We want to know what's next and troubleshoot before it happens. I think I'm, I'm definitely that way. I'm not so focused on the actual number, but I'm definitely focused on the actual plan and the means to the end, like where, where we're going to end up. <laughs> we want, hey. we want the food planned. We want the trips planned. We want the, you know, spring breaks planned for the kids. We want, we want all of this in and, our calendar. <laughs> and typically in, in a couple, for instance, it's the woman that is doing all that planning. Typically. You know, they, yes. That from when they had children, they plan to get the kids from point A to point B with predictability and certainty. And so I think it's important to recognize that. And that's why we look at it as lifestyle planning and not just financial planning, because it is planning to achieve the desired lifestyle. Yeah. I like that lifestyle planning. I feel so empowered with that. I need that on paper. I need it on my calendar. (laughs) And I mean, if a listener wants to work with a financial professional who uses this type of whole life approach, what should they look for? What types of questions should the listener be asking? I don't know that it's so much asking the right questions as it is listening to what the professional has to say and then observing the responses. It's almost like behavioral interviewing. Are they asking a lot of questions about your life and trying to get to know you? Because I think it's important really to understand what do you want your life to represent? And then money should only serve to fulfill that that dream or that goal. And do they really listen to your answers or do they just kind of, you know, fly by your answers? Also, how much time do they spend talking with you about what you really want from your retirement? Do they offer you the opportunity to visualize the retirement and not interrupt, just let you go with that vision? And I I suggest that you also look for professionals who aren't just interested in one part of your financial life. For example, Angela, you know my story, and many of you listening may have heard it. And if you don't, when you uh, call in and get a copy of my book, you'll you'll hear why I do what I do, what the moral compass that drives me. Because after I retired from my first career, I met with several financial advisors to figure out what to do with the money that I'd accumulated during my lifetime. This was money for my future. And many of them wanted to simply focus on the pension plan that I was going to take a lump sum payment at and the my the value of my 401k. They just didn't want to discuss who would take care of me when I got sick. I took care of my mother and spent a quarter of a million dollars when she got sick, but who was going to take care of me? I didn't have children to take care of me. They didn't want to discuss that or how to pass my money on to the people I cared about, the people I loved when something happened to me. And one thing I wanted to touch on just from my own personal experience, you are different in the manner of listening to others and listening to their desires and trying to uncover things, I think, as a to make an entire plan. Whenever I was looking for financial advice, 
I seemed to walk into offices where everybody wanted to, I don't know, highlight how intelligent they were. They were the talkers. They were the ones that wanted to show how much they knew, and they were the ones selling me. And that's so polar opposite to what you do. You listen to your client to find out what their needs are. And I think that is so, so important and so different in approach. And I think that's what we appreciate about you at Woman's Worth. I appreciate you bringing that up because again, as I said, make sure you're allowed to talk more than them. You don't need to hear how great they are. You need them to know what greatness you need from them to help you achieve your goal. Yeah, absolutely. It's so important. I mean, I feel like they can't see the whole picture. Yeah, and my experience, much like yours, is they couldn't. And that's what I want most for everyone I work with and everyone who listens to this program. I want you to work with someone who sees your whole picture and then puts a financial plan in place for you to make it better. That's what we all need when it comes to financial planning. And you know, that's what we all deserve. Absolutely. We all deserve that worry-free environment rather than the stress we've been talking about that creates anxiety and creates depression. So I think it's much, much have a plan in place. This is such an interesting topic for me today. I so appreciate you bringing all this up and sharing a lot of your own personal advice too. So for just 12 listeners today, we're offering a free consultation and review of your financial plan for your retirement. In this 15 minute complimentary meeting, we'll look at your current finances and provide our insights about some of the things that you can do to protect and grow the money that you've worked so hard to earn. And you can do your consultation in person or by phone, either way, making it super easy to get professional money management advice. And best of all, when you hold your meeting, you'll get a copy of Jeanette's book, Planning a Purposeful Life, Secrets to Longevity. And longevity is a huge concern right now for men and women who are planning for retirement, especially those who may be worried about outliving their savings. And in Jeanette's book, she addresses how you can not only plan for longer lives, but truly enjoy all the years that you're given. And your copy of this book is complimentary when you schedule your free review, but you need to be one of the first 12 callers right now who call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And if you're thinking about or approaching retirement, now is the time to sit down with a financial professional to make sure that you're on track towards your financial goals. But this free review and book is only available to the first 12 callers. So call 800-366-8022 today to schedule your consultation. Our appointment times are filling up fast though. So call 800 366 8022. That's 800 366 8022. Well, you're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back in a moment. At Woman's Worth Radio, we want to get you all the way to and through retirement. Keep listening. We'll share with you the financial secrets to living well past 90. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show that's all about total well-being. I'm Angelia, and here I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, 
and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And today we've been talking about some of the highs and lows of aging and what you need to look for in a financial professional as you plan for your future. And now it's time to answer some questions that we get from our listeners through our email and our Facebook page and website. And you can follow us on the Woman's Worth Facebook page. And you can also send in your questions through our Woman's Worth website, which is womans-worth.com. Again, that's woman's dashworth.com. And we get all kinds of great questions that we want you to learn from. So send them in and we'll make sure that we get right back to you. And we'll probably use one of your questions to help others who most likely have the same question. So today I want to start with a question from Debbie and she sends an email to us and she says, my husband and I bought our home in 2004 and we own it free and clear. I'd like to sell and downsize, especially since I think we can sell it for much more than we paid for it. But my husband doesn't want to move and just isn't on board with the plan. Jeanette, can you help? Actually, this is a very common issue for married couples, especially as they plan for retirement. One spouse may have a vision of spending their uh, later years traveling the world while the other may see retirement as a chance to stay closer to home and spend more time with the family and with grandkids. It sounds like in your case, Debbie, uh, you're divided over the issue of housing. And my recommendation would be to sit down and really talk through why your husband wants to stay put. Maybe he's worried about having enough money to buy another place or uh, right now that's a real concern because in this real estate market even if you sell your home for way more than it's worth you're also going to end up paying a lot more for a new place or maybe he simply likes your current home because of the memories embedded in the current home so whatever the case his reasons and feelings are valid and so are yours And then I'd say, try to find some middle ground. If you're wanting to downsize because your current home is too much to take care of, but you decide to stay, could you afford to outsource some things? Heck, I outsource everything in my house because (laughs) I have no business owning homes. Or maybe you could come up with a plan to stay put now and revisit selling in a few years. So for most of my clients, I recommend sitting down regularly and talking about what I call lifestyle planning. That's what's important. It's not about your finances. It's not about to sell or to buy. It's about what do we want out of our retirement? What is that desired lifestyle? And that's, again, it's more than a financial planning process. That conversation may change over the years, so it's good to revisit frequently and make sure you're still on the same page because you could have two or three different scenarios for your retirement. Heck, you're going to be retired maybe three or four decades. All right. Well, here's another question, and this one comes in from Jenny in Orlando. And Jenny says, I'm turning 62 soon. I've worked as a nurse for 40 years and I can't see myself giving it up quite yet, but I'd like to go part-time. 
Would it be a good idea to move to part-time hours and start drawing social security benefits? Wow, Angela, you picked some great questions for this program. Um, first, I want to say thank you for all the work Jenny has done as a nurse for over 40 years. That is hard work, and as far as I'm concerned, grossly underpaid work. And I really respect and appreciate everything nurses do. And I don't think we really show our appreciation for the medical profession nearly enough. So, Jenny, yes, you can start taking Social Security benefits at 62. But when you do, you reduce the amount of your lifetime benefits you'll receive. Since your full retirement age really isn't until 66 or maybe 66 in a few months, uh, that's definitely something you'd want to consider. And when you, if you're going continue working part-time, you're limited in the part-time income you can earn. There's this social security earnings test that's introduced, and you'll want to be thoughtful about that. You'll also need to think about health insurance. And as a nurse, you probably already know that you have some really good insurance now, which may not be available if you go part-time. And you won't be able to start taking Medicare benefits until the age of 65. So you're going to need to figure in the cost of your lifestyle, how you're going to fund that three-year gap in health insurance. And also, um, you'd want to consider how much you've saved in your other retirement accounts, because that needs to come into play into your decision, whether you go part-time or not, or whether you even claim your social security benefit now versus using some of your savings. So my recommendation for you, for Jenny, and for others of you who have similar questions is uh, to meet with a financial professional before making a decision one way or another, run the different scenarios. These are lifestyle scenarios we keep talking about. They can help you think through all the options and come up with a game plan to make sure you'll have enough income the rest of your life based on that decision you make. Here's one last question for you today, Jeanette. This one comes from Shelly in Jacksonville, and she says, I'm 55 and single with grown kids. I want to make it as easy as possible for them to find everything that they need just in case something happens to me. I've got a will and I have a life insurance policy as well as some retirement accounts. What information should I provide for my kids? Well, Shelly, you're giving your kids a huge gift by getting everything organized because when you're gone, the last thing they're going to want to do is try to figure out where all the accounts are, who are the beneficiaries of the accounts, who do I contact, how do I get the passwords to into your accounts, our whole world is driven, even to get the passwords to close down your Facebook page or your Twitter page or whatever uh, social media sites you have. Um, I recommend also not just having a will, but but getting your estate planning documents reviewed, you should probably have a healthcare power of attorney, a financial power of attorney, and you just want to have all eyes down and teeth crossed. And the best recommendation I give, I want to give to Shelley and all of you who this question resonates with is get together a family estate organizer. And what a family estate organizer, it's a book that has everything about your 
life, your financial life. It has health insurance. It has um, all your social security statements. It has deeds and properties. It has uh, all the passwords. It has your medications. We organize it. It has the legal documents. We call it the family estate organizer. It's a notebook that has everything consolidated. And for our clients, we ask them to bring it in once a year and we update it because we don't want to leave any possible gap that we've missed something. So I suggest you uh, give us a call and you start thinking around integrating all of the things that you need from you know, every element that consists of your estate, not just your legal documents and not just your retirement accounts, but there's a bunch of other stuff and we help you put that together. I like that. All right. Well, Jeanette, unfortunately, we're out of time, but thank you so much for all of the great information and advice you've given today. It's been really, really enlightening in many ways. And for 12 callers today, you will have the chance to schedule a free consultation with Jeanette and her team, where you'll get a review of your current financial situation and steps that you can take to build the retirement you've always wanted. This free review can be done either in person or by phone, whichever you're more comfortable with. And after your meeting, we'll get you a copy of Jeanette's book, Planning a Purposeful Life, Secrets to Longevity. And the book discusses why living longer is a great goal for us to have and how to get your free complimentary family estate organizer that Jeanette was talking about. And it'll also include how you can address challenges related to longer lives, like paying for healthcare and creating income that lasts as long as you need it. The review, the family estate organizer, and the book are free, but they're only available to the first 12 callers. To schedule your consultation, call 800-366-8022 today. That's 800 366 8022. And if you're thinking about retirement and wondering if you have enough money to last, you won't want to miss this offer. And consultations are filling up fast. So schedule your time today by calling 800 366 8022. That's 800 366 8022. Well, thanks so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio. We've had a great show today talking about how you can achieve total well being in your life. Have a great week. And we'll see you next time at Women's Worth, where it's more than the money, it's about total well-being to and through your retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.